Warning, if the following podcast doesn't make any sense, that's because there's cursing, there's foul language, there's naughty language, there's multiple things, and if none of that made sense, it's fine, because it's time travel, and time travel doesn't make sense. Fuck a duck. A martini, shaken not- Shocking. Positively shocking. On ya, Clarky. Warning the following... Wait, why did I just sound it like that? <laughs> Welcome to Shaking Not Nerd. Well, okay, my head is hurting. Um, I am your host, Tom, and I am joined today by two lovely bearded gentlemen. First up, we have Fuzzy Dan. Look, I'm feeling very left out today because A, I don't have a pizza udi, uh, and B, I am not uh, hungover on musicians' liquor. So, um, yeah, feeling like I should have just got into the spirit of the thing and, you know, just sculled some of Snoop Dogg's wine. Actually, I might do that now. Just you, you pause. I'm just going to run and get some wine. <laughs> do it now. The, the pizza udi's on the way. It's in the mail. <laughs> It's not there in 15 minutes unless it's free. <laughs> and of course, that other voice that you hear is Judy Dutrum. Clark Rubber! <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a bit of regional advertising humour to kick this show off, right? <laughs> duck is a duck. Quack, 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 quack. Get yourself an aqueduct. Quack, tinny. <laughs> Back to aqueduct. <laughs> I love how some, some fucking random on YouTube finally found that commercial and chucked it up because I was hunting it for years. Oh, people were telling and me now we have it. it wasn't even a thing. <clears throat> I used to quote it and people used to be like, what are you talking about? Yeah, it's a fucking commercial. And it was a, this dude in a fucking duck costume in an aqueduct in a pool flapping his arms about and he wore goggles. It was great. That would be like my ultimate achievement. If I, if I ever get to a point where like I have fuck you money, I want to get that suit. I want the duck suit from the Aqueduct commercial. It better still exist <laughs> that would be out there somewhere. I want it. It would be in the worst condition possible. It would be like mouldy or fucking ripped open or like something fucked up has happened. <laughs> yeah, to, to be it. fair, the, the guy was sitting in a chlorinate, chlorinated pool with it, so it's probably not in the best nick. Probably um, a little bit bleached at some point. <laughs> probably. Remi- reminds me of Dogman. Uh, what? <laughs> Uh, I'm going to join Tom by saying, uh, what? <laughs> All right. So, when I, w- when I was a kid, you know, you, you remember that movie Daddy Daycare where there was a kid dressed up as the Flash and he always wore the Flash costume everywhere? I, I'm sorry. When I, I don't kid- remember the movie Daddy Daycare. <laughs> Fuck me. With Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Anyways, there was a kid who wore the Flash costume. I did the same thing as a kid, but with a Batman costume. As did I. And... <clears throat> Because Batman Forever was a big thing at the time, I remember the shots of like Batman falling in the water. I'm like, I'm gonna go swimming in my Batman costume, and I did. Uh, and I proceeded to, oh, I got cold, so I jumped in the spa, so I double chlorinated myself. The black turned to brown, and the bat ears went up from floppy down, so I went from Batman to Dogman. <laughs> Jesus, uh, that is the story of Dogman. It was very similar. I had a I had a Batman outfit that I never got out of. Apparently, Mum had to wait until I was asleep so she could take the thing off me to put it in the wash. 
You fucking nerds. Listen to you. <laughs> oh, well, the proudest moment of it, and I'm so proud of myself as a child, apparently there was a point, right? So I used to always go with my mum to the local butcher on Sundays, dressed as Batman. And he used to call me as Batman. As you would. And then one day, I wasn't wearing the suit. And he goes, oh, hey, Batman, how you doing? And I apparently turned straight back to him, stone face, and went, shh, I'm Bruce Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good You know what the funny thing is Will be as well That butcher He'll be drinking with mates In the backyard Going Did I ever tell you About the time I met Batman in my shop And he fucking gave me guff When he was dressed As Bruce Wayne <laughs> Oh right. fucking pisser So Let's talk about News Anyone got some news? I have some news open here But anybody have some news first? Um yeah, There's <laughs> Not much. Not much. Uh, <laughs> watch Loki. That was. Uh, we'll talk about that for this week's episode. Um, shit. Nah, not much this week. I took the week off. Uh, basically, the week off work to drink a lot. Because we're stuck inside. If you can't tell, we're all recording from home. <laughs> week, week off. Nice. Um, look, I, I will just do a, a quick rundown of some of the things I've seen recently that people should or shouldn't see. Um, mostly shouldn't. Uh, I've watched Space Jam: A New Legacy. I watched the first. Ooh, I watched, ooh, how I watched the first 20 minutes and turned it off because it's fucking garbage. Um, you know how, like, the, the start of the original Space Jam, they, like, you know, trying to... It's, it's basically a Michael Jordan clip of, like, all his exploits and stuff like that. <clears throat> it's the same... Uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a baseball player, isn't No, that? no, but the, same, like, the first part, the start, the start is, is all his basketball stuff, and then it goes into that whole baseball side story. <clears throat> well, they do the same thing here with LeBron James. They do just, like, it's a five-minute montage of all his awesomeness, and then it just goes into <clears throat> him being even more awesome. Like, it's just, there's no... Everything about this film, everybody's always awesome all the time. And, yeah, it's it's awful. Uh, Don Cheadle's character, by the way, his name is LG Rhythm. Um, uh, he's a computer program. He goes by the name LG. And I just couldn't think help think of, like, the undersea moss stuff. I was like, why is LG in this thing? Anyway, um, it's terrible. Don't watch it. I couldn't even get through. I got through 20 minutes. There was no cartoon characters. Anyway. Um, that was bad. Uh, what else have I seen recently? Oh, I saw uh, Gunpowder Milkshake, um, which is a film. Oh, Edgar Wright, um, isn't it? It, it looks like an... I think Wright? it might be. It's it's awful. It's it's pretty bad. <clears throat> they um, they basically tried to do like John Wick, but with a bit more kitsch. And it's... Yeah, it's no good. It's no good. Um, so that was bad. Um, I also watched Those Who Wish Me Dead. Um, which was that film with Angelina Jolie, where she's in the like the fire thing. She's like a fire person. Oh, yeah, yeah, the trailer that gave the entire Yeah, pretty much, away. Like, and it does. Uh, so if you've seen the trailer, that's all you need to see. I've just saved you 90 minutes of your life. Um, it's, it's all in there. <laughs> Including, which I really hate, which happened with Black Widow, like they show like the final action scene. Any sequences from the final action uh, scene should yeah. not be shown in the trailer. I'm just putting it out there right now. Don't make me wa- don't show that because then I'll see it all and it's I've seen everything. It's too late. Um, <laughs> I've also seen uh, Werewolves Within. Um, I don't know if we've talked about it on the show before, but that is quite fun. Um, it's quite a fun film. So if you like films about werewolves and whodunits, um, it's it's a good crossover between the two. So yes, definitely see that one. Don't bother with the other three. 
I sort of want to see how bad Space Jam is, but I've already watched my fair share of bad movies. Oh, and bad TV. Series. Well, I mean, Daddy Daycare, obviously. You've done a rewatch of that recently. <laughs> no, I just remember this kid in the Flash costume. And then they're trying to find him, and they literally, they're freaking the fuck out, being like, where is he? And so you know entirely like, oh. too much about shit films. Like, watch some good ones. <laughs> he has amazing mental capacity to remember films. Like, every film, even the shit ones that he saw, like, when he was 10. I don't understand it. <laughs> Dude, Baby's Day Out. We need to do an episode on Baby's Day Out. I don't know what that is, and I, no. You don't know what that is? Holy shit. No, you'll, you'll, you'll fucking dig it. It's great. <laughs> um, it's It's... I'll, I'll I'll bring up the synopsis while we move on to our next piece of news of well, Baby's Day. Just, just 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 on a similar vein, that that's something that so I I've been working a stupid amount, but in between work I have been um, catching up on not a new thing, but stuff that I haven't seen before, and just want to discuss it real quick <coughs> is um, mm-hmm. Futurama. So I had only ever seen the first five seasons of it. Um, Four, huh? Four, because season five is a movie. No, season six is a movie. I, I literally just rewatched them. Uh, so it goes up to season five, and then season six is like five movies. Bender's Big Score like or whatever, isn't it? movies split into 20-minute episodes. Because it's Bender's yeah. Big Score, there's the tentacle one. Beast with a Billion James, Backs. Um, and there's two others, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, Beast with a Billion Backs. Um, so I watched all of that... Uh, up to season five I'd already seen two of the films watched the rest of the films and I'm just halfway through season nine fuck season mm. eight and nine are bad they're, they're terrible mm. I, so bad I, I've likewise done a rewatch recently whilst in one form of lockdown or another and yeah those last couple of seasons just fucking drag <laughs> like the, the movies are decent yeah like the movies aren't bad, and then the, the first season that they do immediately afterwards is fine. Yeah. And then season eight and nine, they seem to have just run out of ideas. Oh yeah, they they have Fry and Leela get together, and then a couple of episodes later, they're just like, no, nah, they're not together. Yeah, like what? Yeah, they, they, there's never like an actual hookup point, but then after that, it's like you, you, you're constantly guessing: are they together? Are they not? And they never actually have any sort of solid flow through of the storyline. It just kind of they may or may not be together at some point, depending on whether or not we need it for the episode. Yep, pretty much. Like there's episode one before where they're just like, no, we're not together. I'm going to try and win you over. And then the ne- next episode, there's a point where it's just like, is your relationship in a rut? And Fry's looking over her shoulder at her and just like, decide. <laughs> they couldn't. Yeah. Right. Is, is Zoidberg and Bender at least entertaining still? They're hardly in there in the last couple of seasons from memory. Like, Zoidberg gets phased out pretty quick. Z- Zoidberg does. It becomes a lot less about Zoidberg, despite the fact that the early seasons, Zoidberg was fairly involved. And Bender, they um, go from making Bender, like... Bender is always like somewhat anti- Bender. anti-hero, and he's but he's good in some episodes. But in the last mm. few seasons, he's just a thief. Like he just steals stuff constantly, and is an evil, evil the entire time, pretty much. Like he still has some good stuff, but they've sort of there was nuances to the character that just don't exist in the last couple of seasons. Mm. And they've leaned too into some characteristics and just forgotten the other ones that were there. Yeah. Right. Have, you not, have you not seen it, Duty? I got up to the movies and then I just sort of I, I went back to the Simpsons to get some memes for a video and then I went, hey, Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that, and that's fair enough. That's like like with the Simpsons, there's a certain point that you got to jump off them and the movies is a good time to jump off. Like they are, 
the movies are fine. They're they're perfectly fine. They're not great, but like after that, it just all is steadily downhill. So just don't bother watching. I mean, well, there we go. Because <laughs> the, 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 then Mac Running did a really great show after that, didn't he? I would say that Disenchantment is better than season eight and nine of Futurama. I would agree. I quite like I, Disenchantment. It's I couldn't even finish it. It was boring. I liked it. It's I liked it's it. a lot drier, but I think it's uh, a lot more well made than uh, anything that they did at the end of Futurama. Oh oh oh! So that's what I've been watching. Uh, otherwise, newswise, let, let, let's have a quick look if there's anything on my screen right here that's worthy of mentioning. <laughs> There was the uh, the photos of Michael Keaton's Batmobile and Batcave uh, in the Flash movie sets. Did everyone see this? No. No. Oh, it's, it got me hard. Um, there's also a photo of, uh, it could be just like a camera test, not a camera test, but like, you know, there's hero photos they take for like magazine covers and stuff like that of uh, Supergirl. Mm. Uh, and there's also a photo of uh, Ezra... I nearly said Ezra Bridger. Ezra Miller uh, inside the Batcave appearing to, you know be shocked at what he's seeing inside the Batcave but it is the old school Batmobile they have made the 1989 Batcave um, it looks fucking fantastic oh I hadn't seen that but... mm-hmm. getting excited <laughs> getting hard oh, I also found the uh, the synopsis for a potential future movie called Baby's Day Out <clears throat> so while we look for some more news uh, let's, let's, let's uh, take a look at the synopsis for this Baby Bink couldn't ask for anything more. He has adoring and somewhat sickly sweet parents and he lives in a huge mansion and he's about to appear in the social papers. Papers, right. <laughs> Unfortunately... <laughs> social papers. Papers, yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, not everyone in the world is as nice as Baby Bing's parents, especially the three un- en- enterprising kidnappers who pretend to be photographers for the newspaper. Successfully kidnapping Baby Bink, they haven't even had a time to hold the rascal down. Not only uh, is he keeping one step ahead of them, but some more. Uh, but he appears to be a little bit smarter than the three bumbling no. criminals. This stars Gosh. Lara Flynn Boyle, Joe Montagna, Joe Penta. Joey uh, Pants. The, the Joey Pants. Joe Pantaleone. Pantal. Pantal. Yep. That's it. Uh, and Brian Haley, as well as people that do not ring bells. So never mind. I completely forgot Lara Flynn Boyle was in this movie. Good lord. It has a six point two on the old IMDb. Oh wait, this is like this is like Home Alone, but with a baby, right? Uh, yes, it is. Yes. <laughs> no thanks. I had a gross revenue of thirty million dollars. Holy fuck! How many babies did they kill in the making of that film? Uh, probably a lot because there was a construction site one. Then the baby got grabbed by a silverback gorilla. So what? lots of babies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's 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 insane. Oh wait. Here, here we go. I'm having a look at some trivia. Oh wow. This film cost fifty million dollars to make. <laughs> Did it? Yes. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay. It's uh, the film was panned on Rotten Tomatoes. It has a twenty percent oh. base on fifteen reviews. Oh. Average of three point eight. Oh god. Good look. Good look. Best piece of trivia. Vern Troyer was the stunt baby. <laughs> That's the best piece of movie trivia I've ever heard. That's just incredible. Not a phrase I thought I'd ever hear. Stunt baby. (laughs) Oh, well, there was a plan for a sequel called Baby's Trip to China. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh wow! I'm not watching that. Oh, that's awesome! I'm so happy uh, with that. Are you telling me you don't believe that a baby is on the back of a silverback gorilla in this photo that only us can see because we're in a Discord chat that I haven't copied over yet? I, was about to say, I can't see. You. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, apparently, it, it was somebody wearing a gorilla suit. So apparently, it, it looks real to me, guys. Nineteen ninety four, ninety five. At that point, that's a that's a gorilla suit. <laughs> oh, baby's out. Send him to school to film this. Your next film. <laughs> oh, wow. gross. Right. Uh, news-wise, yeah, not 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 a lot. Uh, there's a poster for Snake Eyes. There's a poster for Troll Hunters: Rise of the Titans. <laughs> it, Troll Hunters is getting another movie. Uh, I'm talking about the animated one, not not the uh, the Swedish film. Yeah. Ah, right. Okay. Cool. Um, there's some images from the new Jackass film. Oh, one of them went into went into hospital and had their fuck the nerves in their hand fucked up. There apparently one of the stunts for Jackass, the new Jackass movie, that doesn't include Bam Margera, so I'm definitely going to go see it. Um, has you got an issue with them? <laughs> Everybody has an issue with Bam. <laughs> yeah, he's a fucking douche. Um, is one of the I don't I can't recall who it was, but they were doing surfing in shark infested waters. He fell off his surfboard and a shark bit him in the hand and like ripped tendons and stuff like that in his hand open. Risk of the job, I think. Yeah. And, of course, Johnny Knoxville said, this is our last one because I'm 50 and age is catching up with me. It's it. But, like, see, for the, most of the, for the most part in these Jackass films, he doesn't do a lot of the crazy stunts anymore. He just kind of laughs at other people while in you know, points. That's his whole big thing. I mean... And makes his life is funny, though. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But, like, he, he used to do the ones, like, you know, when they had the, um, uh, the riot control ones where they'd, like, set off those... The rubber bullets. Oh, the, the claymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, he'd, he'd do, like, one of those, and then the rest of the time it's just him pulling pranks on everybody else in the movie. Oh, he does the, the, the fucking... The bull ones and stuff like that. He does a lot of the rodeo stuff. Yeah. 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 Oh, we'll see it. It'll be fun. I mean, yeah. yeah. Probably, There's also I'll photos of the Transformers Seven set with the Beast Wars stuff with Optimus and Megatron. Uh, not Optimus, Optimus and Bumblebee. Bumblebee is still his 1970s or whatever Camaro, and Optimus is the traditional G1 truck. Mm-hmm. For anyone interested. Okay. Wait, Transformers Seven? Is that what you said? There is Transformers Seven coming. Okay. So. Oh yeah, we. I think we talked about it last week while you were weren't here. So it's a Transformers Seven coming. Uh, well, I think they're just calling it Transformers 7 in regard to, like, set photos or whatever. Uh, it's called Rise of the Beasts or something like that, I think. Yeah, Rise of the Beasts. Uh, it has got Beast Wars characters in it, um, and Ron Perlman is playing Optimus Primal. See how that goes. I will reserve judgment until I see a trailer. We also we also have a poster for Jungle Cruise, guys. Disney's done. Oh, there was a trailer for that. I, I watched it being like, this is going to be awful, and I went, you know what? I'm not hating it as much as I it's thought I was. It's just Jumanji. <laughs> It's just Jumanji. I like Jumanji. Who is it? Emily Blunt, The Rock, and Oscar Isaac? Is that Oscar Isaac or someone else? I'm just looking at the poster. The poster's... Oscar Isaac as the voice of a monkey. Um, he, he's going to have a talking parrot or something. It's just... It's just... That stupid movie. It's just Jumanji again. Jumanji's fun. Jack Black pretending to be... I never saw, <clears throat> saw the second one. Actually, The second one's funny, man. I thought The Rock being Danny DeVito was fucking hilarious. I believe you. You liked the first one, didn't you? The first one was fun. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. It was f- 
fine. They gave us little safari hats okay and stuff. okay to be wrong. Uh, My viewing experience was fantastic. Uh, what else? I think that's about it. Reddit isn't telling me anything else, guys. <laughs> Shh, you're telling everyone how the sausage is made. <laughs> oh, yeah, the du- there's a dunk uh, poster. Coincides uh, with yeah. the IMAX trailer reveal that is going to be when? End of this month? End of this month, I think. Yes. I, I'm, I'm really not... In, like curious or interested in this movie at all? Look, I was. I'm very excited for this. Uh, we did get an opportunity to go along and see the uh, like extended trailer uh, for this one. I think it's like 15 minutes of like the the, the first part of the the film. And I just I, I declined yeah. to go because I, I just don't want to spoil the experience for myself. Um, I know I, I went and saw Avatar when they they did that, so they did like the first fifteen minutes of the movie and really enjoyed it. Um, got to see it on the big screen in IMAX the way it was supposed to be seen, and it was really fun. Like just that what was going on. So I don't want to spoil to spoil that experience for me for seeing the whole thing for the first time because I'll just come out just agitated that I can't see it right away. Uh, um, going back just a, a hot second to Space Jam 2, the director of Space Jam 2 would like to do a third film uh, with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. But he doesn't play basketball. <laughs> isn't that, <laughs> no, he isn't that the whole I think it thing w- about Space Jam? It's now wrestling. I mean, it, uh, I was going to say, you could have Terry Crews and do football. Uh, but uh, uh, Space Ram, there you go, the football. Uh, it's also the porn parody version. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Everybody get up, it's time to space ram. How much, how up, much money has um, Space Jam made? I don't uh, know. <laughs> I would check, but my keyboard is very clickety-clack and everybody will hear it. Mechanical keyboard. Like I feel like it's made enough money. I'll remove my hand from the dog's head. <laughs> Let's see, uh, Let's see. How, how, how clickety-clack is this? Oh, very. I can hear it. I can definitely hear it. Um, it's made $250 million at the box office. Woo! 38% on the old Rotten Tomatoes, 38 on Metacritic. Uh, and uh, it's got, no, it says gross revenue oh, in Australia, 13 yeah, million. Yeah, no, we're, we're talking, here we go. Nine hours ago, let's just check this one. Skip ad. All right, <laughs> this is really how the sausage is being made. Um, yeah, it's like $250 million worldwide. Holy shit. And it's going to get another one. That's a lot. That's a lot. It's. <clears throat> uh, however, it made $13 million on its first day, which isn't bad, I guess. I guess. It was initially projected to around $20 million. However, it made 13 and estimates were raised to 32 Yeah, right. <clears throat> no, I'm not watching Space Jam 2. Yeah. LeBron James puts in his best efforts to make a winning team out of the Toon Squad. That was done like 20 years earlier with Michael yeah. Jordan. And it was funny because the guy from fucking Terminator and Doctor Who was in it. Yeah. It's going to be, there's totally going to be a third one if, if they've already made 250. But you, Plus the 150. Wasn't there, wasn't there supposed to be like background characters of fucking um, like It's and Joker and all that sort of shit like that all in the, the background? Yeah, Pennywise all the Warner Brothers characters, yeah. Yeah. Right. They're all in the crowd apparently at the last game. I'm going to like skip watch it for the rest of it because I just, I can't be bothered. Um, but yeah, they've made, uh, there was an $80 million budget. They've made $250 million already. Wow. No, thanks. No, thanks. Wow. I'm good. <sighs> um, speaking of movies, last piece of movie news, and probably, get, it, there's no other movie news, is there, guys? 
Nothing no, relevant. No, no, no. Well, this this goes into our sponsor dad, so there you go. Um, there is a Batman 89 comic book coming out. It's going to be one of six, so it's only going to be a, a six-issue run um, with, of course, Michael Keaton's Batman going to be, uh, well, the Batman in this universe. It's going to be a continuation of the universe. And they're going to do Billy D. Williams' Two-Face. Um, so I'm very excited to see where that goes. Uh, it comes out soon. There's a lot of different variants that's coming out. Um, and you can pick that up at incognito comes oh there's a v it looks like there's a vhs cover it looks fucking dope I, <laughs> anyways I, lo- I love the fact I, 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 sorry to before you go into the read i just i just, no, no, I, right, I just right. love the fact that that comic books come so full circle like this and you've seen it before with like the injustice stuff and i assume it's the same case with the movies is that mm. there's all this stuff that's motivated or created by comic books and then the next reaction is to make a comic book based on the thing <laughs> that's made from the comic book <laughs> Oh yeah, I love, I love how it all goes in circles. <laughs> well, like I, that, I don't necessarily mind that because it's like it's been inspired and created by comic books to make the movie, and then it's like, well, let's see where this keeps going after it finished. I, no, it, it makes sense. I, I think the, the only hmm. thing that's sort of making me think that is like how many how many other forms of media does that happen? In? Uh, Not many, if any. Books, Harry Potter, because they made the movies and then they made the screenplay thingy. Yeah, but that remember was, the screenplay that was from the. The screenplay wasn't from the movies. It was a continuation of the books, really. Uh, I mean, the pop- J.K. Rowling needed to become relevant again. <laughs> Just rewrite all of her characters again. Her, her Twitter remarks were uh, doing that for her. Mm. Ooh. Yep. Um, let's let's see. Continue with <laughs> Incognito the Comics. You can buy. Uh, yeah. The, so the new Batman '89 comic book series that's coming out. It looks pretty fucking cool. I'm gonna pick it up and I'm gonna read it. The VHS cover looks sick. It's got like that old grainy film style to it. Um, it uh, continues on the story of Batman '89. It looks like there is going to be a Robin. There's going to be Two Face. Catwoman's going to be in it again as well from there. Um, and this week was the release of Aliens. I think it was Aliens Radioactive. It was the uh, continuation of from what happens on LV426 from the movie Aliens um, with the uh, nuclear reactor going off and there's now a radioactive alien on the planet. Haven't read it yet. I do have a copy of it. I'm still yet to read it um, but I'm very much looking forward to that because Marvel's been doing pretty well on the alien side at least from what I can from what I've read so far. Um, I've also been reading the new Beast Wars series because it's 25 years of Beast Wars this year and it's fucking awesome. Uh, as well as Back to the Future, a crossover with Transformers, which has been pretty cool, pretty fun. Um, yeah, shit. If you want to pick up some great books, go to incognitocomics.com.au or go into their store, which is click and collect at the moment due to lockdowns at 32B Bignor Road, Moorabbin. So you simply just make your order online, you ring the doorbell saying that you're there, you pick it up and uh, you, you have a read on the toilet like I do. Um... Yes. Incognito Comics. Well done. Check them out. Yes. Thank you very much, Judy. Uh, and, of course, that will bring us into the main theme of this week's episode. And the theme of this week, that weekly theme is... Ho-ho! Thank Baby's you. Baby's Day Out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was a little tease that you gave earlier. Uh, no, of course, is Disney Plus's Loki series. All uh, six episodes? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Six. Six episodes of it. Uh, all right. How do we want to tackle this, lads? I'm going to say that because we've already watched all six episodes, is I'm going to have no idea how to break them down by episode <laughs> because they've all just melded into one big episode. Yeah. Um, so I guess we will probably just talk over the entire arc of the series. So which one of you two wants to uh, tell me just a general synopsis about what we're looking at? 
let's let's just put a big spoiler alert thing in here because there's there's going to be lots of spoilers because we're just talking about the whole thing. So if you haven't seen the show yet, spoilers. You've been warned. Yep. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so basically, I'll, I'll, as a synopsis, this picks up where um, Endgame left off for Loki. Um, so he picks up the Tesseract in the past and zaps himself somewhere else away from where he was being captured and in in turn is captured by uh, a group of people calling themselves the Time Variance Authority or the TVA. Um, and yeah, they, hilarity ensues. Um, they basically advise uh, Loki that he is a variant of the timeline and um, task him to capture a monster that's loose on the timeline itself. That's basically, basically a good way of summarizing it. <laughs> Roughly, yes. <clears throat> thank, thank you, thank you. Um, I, I look, I, I'm just going to kick off and say I really enjoyed a lot of the cast uh, that was in this one. They brought a lot of the A-listers to this, um, as opposed to some of the other um, shows that we've seen so far. This one was jam-packed. Um, so we had Tom Hiddleston, obviously, as Loki. Um, we had Owen Wilson, Mr. Wow himself, uh, coming in as Morbius. I quite like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, we had um, we had a few little uh, cameo characters in here as well, which was quite fun. Um, I very much enjoyed Richard E. Grant showing up. Um, and, yeah, he was a, another variant of Loki. At, um, like, what, what they call him? Classic Loki. Yeah, classic yeah. Loki. It was referred to as Classic Loki because it was in his, like... First appearance, classic. Yeah, so he looks like he did from the original comic book, so that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, look, they, they had a really good cast. I think that really um, helped support this all the way through. Yeah, 100%. yeah casting is good. <laughs> and look, I, I will say as well with the story, like it is very, like it's a very weird storyline. Um, it is probably the most marvelish storyline that I think we've seen so far from what we've seen in this, you know, phase four. Um, you know, with Black Widow aside, I think you know, just specifically talking about the TV shows, I think this is probably the most mm-hmm. Marvel of the of the lot of them. Um, yep. Yeah, it, it really delves into like the the whole um, you know, well, the magic stuff quite a bit. Um, but then I, I like the whole they, when they get to the TVA and go through this whole you know, bureaucracy and all the rest of it. They just like they they he. You know, at one stage, Loki opens up a drawer trying to find the Tesseract and just sees a bunch of Infinity Stones just lying around. And they're like, oh, yeah, we keep them as paperweights. So they're really just treating, like, the magic and the power of everything that's gone before as almost a joke and and really looking at time as a as a weapon or, you know, this, this multiversal weapon, which I quite like. Yeah, and I think they've... Um I think overall, yes. Yeah, so that, that they've obviously this is this is the first up the stakes, and I think this is the first of the series that actually feels like it had some form of consequence mm. that felt like it was something that you should watch in order to understand what's going to happen next. Yeah, um, I think the other, yeah. I think the other two left at points where you could just ignore their existence, and probably the films are just, the the other things are going to make sense. Yeah. Uh, whereas I have a feeling that Loki's obviously going to come back into the movies, and unless they have some form of exposition dump or something, he's going to be. Uh, I don't know. Unless they do other stuff, but um, I, I do think that this series had consequence, and I, I personally enjoyed it I, I, a lot. I, I thought that a lot of the um, 
effects and stuff I didn't have as big considering it was more CGI heavy than some of the other ones or 100% more CGI heavy than the others I think that they executed stuff a lot better than the other series um, and just Tom Hiddleston is enjoyable I like Tom Hiddleston he's a great actor yeah yeah, yeah absolutely mm. and yeah probably the strongest actor out of the uh, the bunch that we've seen in uh, Phase 4 so far so yeah, I think uh, definitely probably pretty cool. And I, I will say as well with, like, the, the storyline for this, like, the other shows have sort of been almost like um, there's either a passing of the torch or, like, you know, here's the new character, but, like, you haven't seen them before, whereas this was more a continuation of the character, introducing new concepts into the, the series, and I think that's that's a lot more fun um, to do it that way. Yeah, and I think um, you've already said there's going to be spoilers, so I, I think they've made it quite clear that uh, all, I think all our characters are going to be getting power boosts because <laughs> they essentially showed classic Loki's power level. Yeah. And it's just like Loki's going to become a lot more powerful in the next phase. Yeah. And I think they're all going to because Scarlet Witch is clearly a shitload more powerful than a lot of people. Um, <clears throat> I think the question that I have from what we're seeing here is how the fuck does like, Falcon keep up? With these power levels, yeah, like, he's got a vibranium suit. Like at least Winter Soldier is a super soldier. Um, yeah, and so. and that's the thing, right? Like he's always been underpowered. Like yeah, and a little bit of the same with um, with Black Widow. Although they they definitely made her <laughs> feel a lot more like a super person um, in that uh, in that Just, movie. In all honesty, I, uh, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, okay. So yeah, no, they they definitely like you. Definitely feel that she is much more of a overpowered character and like they they definitely hyper superhero-ness in that point um but yeah she was really just a spy anyway <laughs> uh, but yeah no for sure they they introduce a whole bunch of stuff like you know they definitely feel more powered up they feel more realized um we also see lots of different variants of loki in this as well as um and we get a, a, a big glimpse into uh, lady loki which was quite fun um introducing a character who decides just because it's a lot easier to than saying Lady Loki the whole time, they call her. She says, "I've decided to call myself Sylvie for no apparent reason." Um, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sylvie is a character in this one, and she's quite cool. She's you see all of these like these variants of Lokis who've gone down different pathways and decided to you know develop powers in different areas. I really liked that element of it. It's not just one trick Loki; it's a bunch of different things that they can do. Um, so yeah, I thought her character was, was quite fun to add into this. Yeah, um, Judy, you've been very quiet. So. <laughs> uh, acting was fine. Uh, yeah. Off to a good start. <laughs> <clears throat> Costumes were fine. The physical set departments were pretty cool. Owen Wilson, I thought, was actually pretty cool as well. I loved Owen um, Wilson. I thought he was great. Yeah, he uh, just wants to go jet skiing. I'm surprised, like, we didn't actually see him using a jet ski at some point when they go into. The more or whatever the fucking the thing's called, it's like he should be like riding a jet ski, not in a fucking Toyota with a pizza logo on it or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, no, it was. It's fine. Like it's not great. It's not bad, and it's, it's fine. And every problem they sort of like. I've had conversations with Davo from Super Movie Bros and Ian and stuff like that about this, and their their immediate response is, "It's time travel. Who cares?" And it's like, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's the biggest problem, the biggest hindrance to any franchise, unless it's Back to the Future, is adding in time travel because yeah. it just it can completely fuck everything up 
prior and post. And look, look, I do like how they explain it though. Like they do go to great lengths to explain it, and you know, basically the the whole purpose of this this organization, the TVA, the Time Variance Authority, is to maintain one solid timeline within you know the course of of history. And what they do is they basically mm. every time there's a variation away from the main timeline, they they do something what they call pruning, where they basically destroy everything that's within that timeline so that it you know it, the only the main one exists. Um, I, I had a, a, an issue with it immediately, and like then all of a sudden they explained it away when they're like, well, you know, the, I think Loki says, well, the the Avengers time traveled. What about all that bullshit? And they just said, well, that was supposed to happen. I was like, come on, that's a little bit of a fucking yeah. That's that's the probably the biggest problem I have with this is as soon as Loki arrives wherever the fuck he does in, in yeah. on Earth, TVA turn up and immediately arrest him, being like, you shouldn't be here. We're arresting you. And I just went, hang on then. How can you arrest Loki because he's not supposed to be here? Because Loki takes the Tesseract and forces Captain America and Iron Man to go further back in time to get the Tesseract and yeah. to get more Pym particles. And that makes Captain America go, hmm, maybe I should go back and fuck Peggy Carter instead. <laughs> Where if Loki didn't do that, that wouldn't have happened. And how can Captain America go, oh, yeah, well, that was supposed to happen to Captain America. Where it's like, well, no, because Loki took the fucking Tesseract. He had to go back yeah. further. You can't go, that's what's supposed to happen for this character and not supposed to happen for another character. I'm somewhat convinced to a certain regard that is that they label it as time travel. Yeah. But I don't think it entirely just is because it's like multiverse and time travel sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and that's, I think, uh, they, that's what they, they constantly refer, like they're referred to as the Time Variance Authority, but really like when we what we find out at the end of the, the season is they're starting to talk more about multiverses and, you know, different choices becoming, you know, different, different universes. And they talk about um, the multiversal war and all the rest of it. And that, you know, really plays into, I think... Well, we've got, you know, obviously Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness coming up at some point. Um, so that's mm, going to play into mm, that. And we've, we've definitely had confirmed, <laughs> even outside of the show, um, we've had confirmed Loki Season 2 coming out. So, yeah, we're going to see a lot of... And we have... We have the Spider-Man movie coming up that's going to have different universes. Exactly right. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's all going to be, yeah, like you say, Tom, less about time travel itself and more about, you know, multiverse control. Well, that's what that's what I, I, I'm somewhat convinced of is that, is that they, they make it out to be time travel the entire time, and I think they've just it, it must have just been as an easier and simplified way to do it because the thing that doesn't make sense if it's just time travel, right? If you're looking at variations and all that sort of thing, is that from my opinion, the second that a girl Loki is born, you prune. Well, that that time that's correct it changes things. But what I'm mm-hmm. convinced now, at least watching it, and when they go through the other Lokis that come up, it's actually rather than a specific. There's, I reckon, there's. My theory is that it's a certain. There's certain events that need to occur for the person at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, well, we're saying spoilers anyway. Um, Kang, but not Kang. <laughs> um, to to get into his role. Yeah. And I think it's more event-driven as opposed to a specific variation. Like, so it's this person did this, which means this event won't occur. So they prune, so they prune it in that time and multiverse. Yeah, that's that's what I'm convinced is sort of what's going on. But but it's it's weird. Like they, you get to a point where we have, you know, they they get to the end of time, and there's this, you know, this 
place where all of the things that get pruned go and you have all of these you know multiple types of variations of loki and i can understand you know young loki old loki you know different you know versions of the same person but you also have alligator loki which was quite fun which, no but yeah it makes no sense it's like you know having having lady loki sylvie in there like immediately it's a variation of the universe like you don't have oh well it's all right we have an alligator universe over here that's totally fine it doesn't make sense in the flow of time itself or the the, the flow of multiverses to have all of those things existing to a point and then it's just yeah it's just there i did think that but i but also then i rationalized it and just like oh it's potential that he could have been human loki who accidentally turned himself into an alligator and can't turn himself back from an alligator <laughs> Yeah, no, fair enough. That's that that could happen, but yeah, there's some interesting choices uh, in there, and like things they don't fully explain away. Yeah, it's 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 that as well as just how Loki goes from like we knew him throughout the films being like he's the villain, he's the villain. Thor: The Dark World makes him a villain, but also makes him a bit more cheeky, likable than. Of course, we have Ragnarok, which does completely sort of change the character of Loki, but that is through the events of a film. And then he dies at the start of Infinity War, where at the start of the series, it is Loki from Avengers, where he stabs Thor in the stomach for, you know, saying like, you know, stop this madness and come home to family. And he just stabs him like Loki is at peak dick in that movie. <laughs> and peak dick. There we go. That's it. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Well, like he's he's he's. He's he's Loki from the Avengers films, and then he immediately like his character progression immediately goes from Loki from the Avengers films to Loki at the you know at Ragnarok. Like the the progression is so immediate because it's like yeah, you can watch over a file at what's supposed to happen and how your mum dies and then how your dad dies and then how you die and how you love your brother and rah, rah. and he's immediately like I'm that person now. I'm like no, if I saw a video of someone going like this is what you're going to be like in the next five years, I'd immediately go that ain't me or I don't believe it or whatever he just immediately goes from dick to fucking Infinity War Loki like in the space of one episode I'm sitting there going well no he's still the same age he's still a fucking narky asshole it's just it's it's trying to catch us up making like oh Loki's immediately turned back to what he was and no this is you can't just do that over the space of a fucking over an episode that's like doing saying that's like making Bruce Wayne an orphan into Batman saying like oh this happens over a year no it doesn't it fucking takes multiple years for someone to develop and grow yeah and i like i I see where you're coming from it it sort of assumes as well that all of the progress that he had made in the entire series had caught up to him but we're we're looking back to loki that just tried to blow up new york essentially like and take over the planet so there's like none of that progression and development as a character has happened um, it, you know, to this point, it's, it's essentially going back to zero. So it does feel a little bit fast for him to make a lot of those changes. But then again, he is presented with a lot of sort of earth-shattering moments within that that time that those first couple of episodes. You know, the Infinity Stones mean nothing. Um, you're you're dead. You know, your mum's dead. Like all of these things, like you know, uh, are, are occurring to him, and they. I think the the impact is lessened for us as a viewer because we've seen everything else that's happened already in the series, so we know it. Um, but if it had happened, like we saw that for the first time, it would be quite earth-shattering for us. That's exactly the the, the same point that I was going to make. Um, I was just going to say that the I, I 
completely forgiving of if the character changes very quickly because um, I don't think it does change completely to the Loki we know and love. Mm. Um, I don't very similar, obviously, because they know that that character works and that's what they wanted. Um, but yeah, no, to, to Fuzzy's point, like the guy's world was destroyed. He was like what he wanted. His MacGuffin was nothing. His existence has been predefined. When he thought he was in control of everything, he's seen the death of those that the only things that are important to him. Um, I think if you're gonna have a character swap quickly, that'll do it. <laughs> It'll do it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's also like he's, he's seeing it, and not experiencing it. If you know what I mean. So I'm fairly certain if if you if you told me if you took me out of here to some random room, showed me my death, showed me showed me my friend's death, and then said, "Oh yeah, and it's all going to happen. You, you can't do anything about it." Um, it would yeah, it would have some impacts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's uh, there's a lot of really quick changes for him, but yeah, I think that the impact of those events is just so huge that you know it, it, and look i think there's a there's a quite a lot of sudden change at the start he still does a lot of backstabbing through the majority of the film uh, the majority of the series but then the last couple of episodes like two three episodes there is some real significant change there and he's he's sort of i think it's almost like he's come to the full realization of who he wants to be rather than you know what he is so i think that's quite fun i think that's a nice shift I, I did have a massive eye roll, though, where it's like, of course Sylvie and Loki fall in love with each other because they can only love themselves. I'm just like, fucking groan. That was great. <laughs> of course he's going to fall in love with himself because he's just so narcissistic. <laughs> oh, I was I just, mean, I was sitting we, all, we all saw it coming. Come on, you must have seen that coming. <laughs> I saw it coming, but, like, especially the last episode when they kiss, I'm like, ah, oh, for fuck's sake, like... It's it 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 was it, it's like if you watch Rogue One at the end where Cassian and and Jin hug and you're like oh if they fucking kiss you've ruined the entire fucking <laughs> moment. It's like they're fighting each other and they're trying to not kill the good Kang and all this sort of shit like that. And I was half expecting Loki like because the camera pans in pretty close when like th- towards the end of that last episode being like Loki's gonna be a fucking hologram of himself and he's gonna stab Sylvie to fucking save the time verse. Um, and it's just like no, they kiss, and I just went, "I'm fucking done with this." And I just sat there, just like people can't see with my with my you know being a podcast, but I'm just sitting there going. <laughs> and the end credits was just like a James Bondy thing. Loki will return in season two. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, so, so what's the classification there? Is it incestuous or narcissistic? Well, incestuous would be you know, another family member. If it's just yourself, it's just self. It's just basically masturbation, self love. Yes. <laughs> ah, this is why the Bible says things about. It. <laughs> uh, no, Moses. No. <laughs> what do they refer to? Self mutilation. I think is what they call it. Is that what they call it? Sure. It cut your own. <laughs> cut your own foot off and fuck the stump. Oh, Jesus Christ. Not- okay, back on track. Um, yeah, no, look, I, I liked I liked the, the, the little ending to them. Um, so we're talking, obviously, full spoilers here. But, like, you know, he comes to a realisation, like, you know, Sylvie and Loki are presented with the option of, you know, what to do and how to proceed with this universe. Do they take control and keep the status quo or do they, they kill Kang and, and basically, you know, cause chaos? And 
they start fighting and then there's this moment where Loki says to, to Sylvie, I just want you to be okay. And, and, and then she's like, and she does the twist on him and says, that's not what I want and fucking backstabs him basically. And it's, I liked that little twist where he's in this position of, uh, yeah. And we, as an audience are with him, we're like, Oh, he's come to a realization. That's great. He's a, you know, complete person. And then he gets cheated and it's just like, he's, he's had a taste of his own medicine. Finally. I thought that was, that was quite nice to have that. And definitely sets up a, a lot of chaos for future, you know, movies and shows just based on the the, the choice that Sylvie made. I was like, I don't I don't know what the actual in the movies Kang will be like, but this Kang, I enjoyed it. I really liked him. Yeah, uh, Jonathan Majors. Yeah, he was, so he was in the um, uh, Lovecraft Country uh, TV show. Mm. Um, yeah, he's quite fun. So I, I knew he was going to appear. I knew he was cast as Kang. Yeah. Um, but didn't know. I don't think anybody knew that he was in this series. They suspected he might have been, but didn't know for sure. Because he's been. Because um, he was. Uh, he got cast as King, but he was going to be in. Uh, is it the Doctor Strange movie or the Spider Man movie? Ant Man. Sorry. Yes. Oh, there you go. There's another one. Um, what's that one called? Quantum Mania or something? Yeah. Yes. Because so, isn't the theory the TVA is in the quantum realm or something? Who the no fuck idea. knows anymore? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter because because time travel it just doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, like he's he's fantastic. He's uh, he was this little kind of like you, you can feel him being chaotic. You can feel him being menacing, um, and you can also feel him just that little bit of a screw loose to to a lot of his his what he was saying and some of his ideas. I liked that that menace to him. Yeah, so mm. so I'd be curious to see whether that is the same character that is Kang the Conqueror. Yeah. Or he takes a very different, or he takes a different tack when he plays the Conqueror Kang, as opposed to yeah. The- so, so basically, just to to sum up his position there, like he he, uh, he tells um, Sylvie and Loki about the the fact that he discovered that there were multiverses and discovered multiple versions of himself across all of these multiverses. And then at some point he discovered Mm. versions of himself that weren't good and decided to fight each other. So they had a multiversal war based on this particular person across all of the different multiverses wanted to be in control. And he, you know, this version of him won. So I kind of like that idea. Like I'd like to see how that looks, you know, that plays out. And you know, he he warns them at the end. You know, you know, other versions of me will come if you decide to kill me now. And I like that. I like the 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 potential for these weird and wonderful versions of him to come through. Because if there are you know if there are multiple universes and there are multiple good versions of uh, bad versions, there must be also good versions of him. So yeah, I kind of like the 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 uh, the opportunities that it presents. And that's sort of the, the, the cliffhanger ending as well. It's like, yeah, you know, this version of Kang. And he says as well, like, people have called me multiple things, you know, the one who remains, the conqueror, yeah. and so on and so forth. Um, when uh, Sylvia and Loki kiss, she pushes him through a magical gateway. And um, he arrives in the TVA and Owen Wilson is there with, I can't recall the other characters. He's a the Hunter D90 basically. or whatever it is. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I think they only say her, her is that they don't give her a different yeah name. yeah and uh and loki's like trying to explain what's happening and what's going on and then th- normally in the in whatever universe it was it was a uh you know statues of the, the timekeepers yeah the timekeepers 
and uh, Loki's trying to talk to Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson's like, what do you mean? What's Who are going you? On? Aren't you from like data? Yeah, who are you? You're from data processing. Yeah, and like you look at the statue and it, rather than being the timekeepers, it's a big statue of Kang the Conqueror. And I, I, I like that. It's it's cool. I thought, mm. yeah, I thought that was cool having having that there, um, and obviously knowing who Kang was. I feel like anybody who isn't familiar with who Kang is at the end would just be like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> so I, I I feel like you have to have for that cliffhanger to be as cool as it was, you have to have the background knowledge of who he is. Yeah, I I I feel like as well with not necessarily with Falcon and Winter Soldier or with uh one division or definitely not with black widow um but with this sort of uh with this show and it's you know it's it's key character of kang it's just like they toss the infinity stones aside being like yeah that's part of the time it's what's supposed to happen and they sort of just toss thanos aside where it's just like thanos they built up as this big like the first tease we got from was the first avengers film and then slowly you know we got more end credit scenes and teasers and all that sort of stuff with him building him up as this massive massive yeah. character and then we had the, the you know those avengers films and then with this it's just like yep kang's bigger and it's like there's no build up of how there's no anticipation oh, or look, like I, I think you know, i think there's been built up within this particular show more than anything because we haven't seen you know this character or any of those things before but we see obviously at the start the you know, first episode you know Infinity Stones being used as paperweights. Like, there's just the insinuation already that there is a higher power or a greater power involved. So you get that that sense building up over the course of this this you know this season. And so I think that's more mm. of a build up than we've had for you know we had for um, Thanos at the start, where it was just you know like post credit sequences. Like this is actually we're seeing something because we're seeing the result of all of those years almost mean nothing to this person. So I think that's kind of cool in itself. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I get that thought <laughs> process analogy. Um, I get it. I, do we? Do you guys know much about Kang the Conqueror as well as a character or any of the backstory? He's a descendant of Reed Richards. Oh, okay. I think he's a descendant of Mister Fantastic. Yeah, okay. I think so. Yeah. Um, born in the twenty thirty first century. I think they they go th- most of the details I actually know about him. I think they actually go through. The yeah, show. born in the thirty fourth first century, no powers. He's just a scientist. Yeah, um, and just yeah, essentially fashions his superpowers from there. I think in I, th- I think in the comic books he's just time traveling. I don't think he's specifically multiverse. Yeah, yeah. That that'll be interesting to see how they play that out, especially with like you know um, Ant Man. Obviously, they talk about the quantum realm quite a bit. That's their big thing. So, and mm. that's obviously the the big way that they used time travel in uh, Endgame, isn't it? Because they were going through the quantum realm. So, yeah, it, yeah, they were going through the quantum realm and reappearing. Yeah, at so time. it'll be interesting to see how that plays into you know his superpowers as such. Um, it will be interesting to see what happens with the uh, the Ravona, the the judge's character in um, from the first season of Loki. She kind of just. She kind of oh, just yeah. disappears and walks out because you know she's all you know I'm gonna do something and and gonna and just disappears and you don't see anything else. But apparently she had a lot of uh, like in the comics had a big connection to Kang as well. Um, so it was like a spurned love. Like he'd tried to woo her and she's gone. Nah, fuck you. Um, and that was a big thing throughout the the different multiverses. Was he was trying to connect with her and. He, uh, and she didn't want it. So, yeah, it should be interesting to see how that plays. Yeah. 
Well, I, 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 I and you know, not to. to well, it's a fine. It's fine. I, I, <laughs> that I, was I, just it, thirty seconds of you just going basically. The the whole thing I find with comic book, TV shows, movies, whatever it might be, is if I enjoy it, I will go out and I will buy the book to read more about yeah. the character. In some instances as well, if it's really bad, I've gone, this sucks, but the character interests me and I've gone out and I've read the books because the movie sucked, but the books mm. are fantastic. This doesn't want to make me go pick up a King of the Conqueror book or a TVA book or a, or anything like that. This was just like, yeah, it's fine. I don't I don't want to pursue anything that is introduced in the show outside in, in the no, fair enough. form. Where like that, That's the whole thing I find with comic book movies and video game movies is they want you to get invested so then you go out and invest in their <laughs> business of comic books or video games or whatever. Yeah. Look, I, I think there are th- these are a lot of very big side characters that pr- potentially aren't, you know, probably don't even deserve their own comic book in their own right. They're definitely like feeder mm. characters into the other series though. So, yeah, I think this one probably does more for the Marvel Universe than anything we've seen so far. Um, it teases a lot, you know, things get broken, you know, somebody's going to have to fix something. Whereas the other stuff, the other ones, you know, Captain America was just a, a setup to, you know, Bucky in the Gap was just a setup to give Falcon the, the shield. Um, yeah, it was to give Falcon the shield and just to tease the Thunderbolt. Yeah, WandaVision was about making Wanda a little bit stronger. WandaVision was about nothing. Um, yeah, like the, there hasn't been, a, you know, <laughs> Black Widow was literally just a passing of the torch to a new character who could be Black Widow in the new series. So this was actually, this felt like it had real impacts. It, it Yeah, it did, it did have substance to it in regards to yeah. that department. But you're, you're right. I don't think I'd be interested in, in potentially just reading a book about Kang or, I mean, maybe something about Sylvie. She seems to have led an interesting life throughout the, um, the build up to it. Um, so that you know, constantly having to live in Armageddon's, like I like that idea. That potentially has mm. you know some room to to grow from. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm more interested about where this leaves the the universe and and what happens next in the MCU. There we go. Yeah, it's just, I've just <laughs> I've just been trying to read. Uh, the reason why I've been quiet is because I've been reading the, a little bit of the backstory of Kang. It's confusing. <laughs> it's supposed to... If you're not... Like, if you don't get to the end of the show and you're completely confused about what's happened, you, you've misunderstood something. If you think, I know exactly what's going on, you are, you are completely wrong. You've misunderstood what's happened in the show. If you're, you're supposed to be confused mm. by what happened here, you're supposed to want to know what's going to happen next. And I think that was the, the magic of the show is that they were able to confuse people. Um, yeah, we, we're going to see obviously multiverse of madness at some point, which is supposed to be some real dark horror version of of what goes on. We've got Quantumania, which will be weird and wonderful as well. Yeah, we've got these new sh- movies that are coming through that will have some yeah you know, big things happening, and this this confuses us enough to to interest in, in what's going to happen next. You know, I, I think they need to be very careful in one way. I think they need to make sure not to explain stuff too much. Yeah. Because the more they start to explain it, the more people will start poking holes in it. Yes, like time travel. <laughs> they're not because they're not because they've already made it quite clear they're not going to be able to make anything ironclad from here. They're making they seem to be making up little bits and pieces as they go. Ironclad is a new character, or um, yes, yes. <laughs> it might be. Ironclad should be that ridiculous. Oh, whoa, I just forgot how to speak. That too. Um. Okay, so like phase, so yeah. the phase four release dates, we've got, um, I think Venom's up next, maybe? That's not 
part of it though is it well it's i think it's officially part of the phase like phase four so we've got venom we've got shang chi um and the magical armbands um we've got eternals so Uh, i think those are the next three and then we've got spider-man 3 multiverse of madness um thor love and thunder Thor. So that, like I, I'm more interested in the Spider Man, Doctor Strange, and Thor than than the next ones that we should be seeing out. Yeah, couldn't they have like yeah. scattered those ones in between? So I had like the good candy, <laughs> interesting good candies in between the ooh piece of candy, blah broccoli, ooh piece of candy. <laughs> it's the equivalent of like I don't know about you guys, but I, but I hate the licorice flavored uh, jelly beans. Yeah, me too. Just going into the jelly bean packet. (laughs) That's why you can never blind dip into a packet of jelly beans. You always have to look at what's going on. That's why you don't buy jelly beans because jelly beans. Or you can buy the packs now that don't have the uh, the licorice flavored jelly beans in them. So they're pretty. Yeah. Really? Or you can, as some chemists have, all the same. You can buy packets of all just the licorice ones. So yeah. (laughs) Fuck that. See, I don't like licorice, but I like absinthe. It's weird. That, that is very weird. Like I don't like to. I don't like, like to chew my booze. <laughs> I would totally have a, a uh, booze chewy if that was a thing. I'd try booze it. chewy, <laughs> booze chewy, booze chewy. You're onto something. There. I like it. I would like to invest ten dollars for twenty percent of. Uh, I like it. Boozy bears. Boozy bears. Boozy bears. Oh, bears as in bear. Me, oh, I'm, I'm with you now. Yep. <laughs> bear, not bear. Okay, I will get it. Yeah, like, yeah. like gummy bear. Yeah. I like it. Excuse me, I have some science. (laughs) (laughs) How to make beer chewy. (laughs) Awesome. Should we do uh, reviews on this one? Review scores? Yeah, let's give it a score. Um, Look, I really enjoyed this. I I, I had a lot of fun with this. I was excited for, for every single episode. I was excited about watching it on a Wednesday night too. Thank you very much. Like midweek viewing is is, is a lot of oh, fun. Yeah. Great release day because like everything else is f- usually Friday. So midweek release, perfect timing for it. Um, I'm going to give it an eight. I think it was solid show, well acted, loved you know, the characters, loved Sylvie, loved Morbius. Like Owen Wilson in this was just great. He was a really like... I don't know, is something more fucked up about his nose now? Like, I know he always had a broken nose, but it looks slightly more fucked up. Like, is it... It looks yeah. more fucked, yeah. Like it's not just mind. me, right? His nose looks more fucked up now. I think he's just yeah. gotten older, and his skin has become more, like, weird yeah. around said nose. But, like, yeah, he's still beautiful. As a, He's a beautiful man. Um, I, I loved all of those, like, these... There were little relationships built everywhere with between different characters, so there was actual something actually happening each week that was interesting there was nice cliffhangers at the end of each show so you're like oh shit i want to want to see what's happening next um yeah there was one or two post-credit sequences like it's just there were just little bits that they they threw into this to make it interesting it was a much more well thought out show than wandavision which was really slow and went nowhere um then and then bucky and the cap which was just the same thing every single week like this was interesting and developed a story so yeah definitely the strongest of the uh, the series so far yeah 100 percent um i'll go next because i have a feeling judy's gonna <laughs> oh yeah yes. <laughs> yeah i i think um, i agree very much um i think 
Fuzzy and I are on the same opinions about this show, um, so I'm going to give it eight as well. Um, actually, it depends on what I gave one. <laughs> if I gave one division an eight, then this is probably an eight point five because I think this is better than one division. Um, if I had to rank them, I'd probably go this one division then Bucky and the Cat. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think overall it's it's probably got the most engaging story of it. It had the most interesting characters. It had the best acting. Um, it had the most different set pieces. Yeah. It, it was it was interesting. There was different things happening. You're in different locations across the entire universe. It wasn't just all Earthbound. Um, it was more, despite the fact that like it didn't have Scarlet Witch, it, which entirely was meant to be magic. This this felt more magical. Um, I thought I was sick of the mar- more Marvel themed stuff, but this was clear that I wanted it to be more Marvel-y. Um, and I think this has gotten me excited to see what is going to happen with the next phase, with the next big bad. Um, and I think it's it, it, it's a great way that they've led up to that. Yeah. Um, whereas the other, as I already said, I feel like the other two series were were literally just extra content. Whereas this feels like part of the main storyline. Yeah. Like this, 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 this series to me feels like it's it's on par with the movies. If you want to understand what's going on next, whereas as far as anybody else is concerned with One Division, she already was Scarlet. Yeah. Before. As far as everybody was with Bucky and the Cap, he was already Captain. America. I, I still remember um, watching One Division and that big drop of oh yeah no yeah, oh you are the Scarlet Witch. It's like isn't she already the Scarlet Witch? It just it, it yeah. was a, it was a really bad like big reveal for the show because it was we already called her that so i get that they weren't calling her that in the mcu already but we were as an audience so it just meant nothing 100 <laughs> mm-hmm. percent. um so this show is i think is the only one that's actually had consequence yeah. um and feels like it'll actually have impacts going yeah. forward so yeah i really enjoyed it um, out of all of them, I would recommend watching this one to anybody who hasn't seen any of them. I'd, the other two, you can probably yeah. guess. Now, I just want yeah. to quickly update everyone on the, uh, the the release schedule. So Shang-Chi is the next one. That's uh, the 3rd of September. Um, Eternals mm-hmm. is early November. Um, in that time, we're also getting um, the What If uh, animated series, which could be interesting as well. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Because, again, that could good. be multiverse yeah. stuff as well. So that could be really interesting to see how that plays out. Um, it's an interesting style. Yeah. Uh, we've got Hawkeye um, coming to Disney Plus at some stage at the end of the year. Um, Ms. Marvel is coming, I think, to Disney Plus at some stage this year. Um, we've mm-hmm. also got um, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home uh, coming on um, mid to late December. Uh, and then next year, Doctor Strange is in March, uh, Thor is in May, and Black Panther is in July, so this time next year. So that's like... That's a lot of content. It is. There's a lot of content coming in the next yeah. you know, 12 months. Um, we've also got, at some stage, Moon Knight is coming to Disney Plus uh, in... 2022 uh, and She-Hulk. So, I mean, in the next 12 months, we're going to have huge movies coming through, big new series, new characters, all sorts of stuff happening. So I think that's that's quite cool that they're going through all of that now. That's like an entire phase worth of films. (laughs) Yeah. like the, the, The new phase takes us all the way through, I think, the last ones that don't have dates at this stage are Fantastic Four, 
um, uh, Secret Invasion uh, and Armor Wars, which I think is an Iron Man series. So, Armor Wars starts filming next yeah. year, and uh, the plot synopsis is that uh, recent Daytime Emmy Award nominee John Cheadle um, is was it Daytime Emmy for the for his role in fucking Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Anyway, it's whatever he got nominated yeah, for. Emmy. Yeah. Emmy is he doesn't want Iron Man's tech falling into oh, the wrong okay. hands. And it's yeah. Armor Wars. Riveting. <laughs> yeah. This, I mean, this takes us through, like, we've got dates up until sort of mid-2023. So we've still got two years' worth of content coming through, and that's not even the end of the phase. So, yeah, lots of uh, lots of cool things ahead for, for Marvel. There we go. Well, uh, I saw as well, just as we were, like, looking through news and flicking through news, that Ahmed Best, best known for his uh, character of Jar Jar Binks, uh, wants to play nope. Mr. Fantastic uh, in the Fantastic. <laughs> Sorry, film. dude, to cut you off. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Thank you. Mister gonna go stretch now. <laughs> you said Johnny Storm. You go flame now. <laughs> uh, we said called the Fantastic Bombad. Doctor Doom will do terrible things to me. Terrible things to me. No, absolutely not. <laughs> um, I, to be, I, I actually watched this week. I did a, a rewatch of the Fantastic Four because I was just you know, desperate for Depressed. desperate for content. And <laughs> Which one? Fantastic Four or Fan Four? Fan So I watched. I watched. I watched it all. Oh, so I watched one. that from the original ones, which were atrocious uh to the latest one which i actually didn't find as terrible as i rem- remember it being the first time watching i thought it was i never saw it i thought it was okay by comparison didn't they ruin dr doom didn't they like ruin dr doom to the point where julia mcmahon looked no, fantastic no absolutely not <laughs> having watched them all again within the last 48 hours i can say absolutely not julia mcmahon was fucking terrible no look but that that also being said that, that that original Fantastic Four was the same era of comic book movies as the original Spider-Man and the original X-Men and in my opinion mm-hmm. those films have not aged well. No. no. X-Men still fine. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> yeah look there there is there is a lot that they did uh, it was still that campiness to these films that they they hadn't quite captured that magic of uh, you know more gritty cinema I think. But the um, the 2015 Fantastic Four, I think, is it stands up. I think because we were expecting something more campy at that point. I think it stands up as a better piece of uh, of, of cinema than the other ones, and more true to the current Marvel like Marvel MCU phases. So hopefully they would would keep those you know at least similar characters. Um, or same actors because I think they did all right. You said 2015. Uh, 2015, yeah, yeah. Or, although Kate Kate really? Mara can go, well, like I, I'm not a fan of Kate Mara. <laughs> I totally thought. What's wrong with she's Kate Mara? Nothing. She's like you know cinematic vanilla. She's just there. <laughs> so she should be in a Fast and Furious. Maybe movie. she should. Maybe she should. Uh, but yeah, no, like everybody else was really I, I thought was good. Um, Michael B. Jordan, Miles Teller, Jamie Bell, like they had some some really good characters in that, um, and they, and. Mr. Like this guy has like the worst taste in in making movies. His name is Toby Keeble, um, and he just shows up in like 
almost all of the worst movies possible. Um, so he was in um, uh, uh, Rock and Roller. He showed up in oh, that um, Clash of the Titans. No, that second one, Wrath of the Titans. He was in Kong Skull Island. He just seems to show up in all of the films that are just really, really bad. Um, so he's got a, either a terrible agent or a terrible choice in films. Uh, I love how you give me shit of bad talking about uh, I watch bad films and I only I only recognise one of those films <laughs> oh, he just rattled off. He was in Warcraft, he was in Prince Bunch of Persia. <laughs> Remember that? He was in Prince of Persia. He just shows up in some really strange, strange films. But I think he's I think he's a very good actor. He just doesn't make some make good choices. Maybe he just he's like Nicolas Cage and Christopher Walken that he just, just says yes um, to everything. He, he he says yes if he's probably yeah. like I, th- I think he's very good and like and I thought he played an okay Doctor Doom I think um, yeah so I would if you haven't seen it in a while rewatch fantastic the latest Fantastic Four in context of the other ones and it's a much better film. The best thing though is if you look at Toby Keeble's um, uh, his acting yep. credits on um, on yeah. Google. Down the very mm. bottom of them, there is actually one that says fans forced it. <laughs> like, with the four in the middle of it, it's it's fantastic. I like it. <laughs> I can't even... What does this guy even look like? I'm looking at his IMDb and it's, it's not showing photos Just of his go- face. Google search. Like, whose IMDb profile is a, like a sideways shot of walking across buildings? Him. He's been in enough stuff that I would be surprised if you didn't know his Yeah. Name. Well, you said he was in... Uh, yeah, <laughs> he was also before. Cobra in Planet of the Apes. Surely you remember him in that. Um, <laughs> that that's anyway. the photos coming up on IMDb. It's fucking Planet of the Apes. <laughs> anyway, we digress. Yeah, sorry, Dirty. Sorry to, to completely sidetrack your stuff. Um, please tell us what you thought of this. Loki. Uh, it's a six. It's fine. It's okay. Like, a six is... It's okay. Um... It, it, events were happening I was watching it for Tom Hiddleston act as Loki because Tom Hiddleston as Loki is fantastic uh, Owen Wilson in it is great uh, but like the events where they they go into you know the more the end of time and there's the giant fart cloud that reminded me of Galactus from aforementioned Fantasy too many Four fart film. clouds in the movies up. like there is too, what is yeah. it do, just do a creature what is, what is so scary about, like, CGIing a creature? Don't do it. It's from the comic. It's from the comic. <sighs> I, But I'm just sitting there just going, I don't care Goliath? what's going on. And then there's Goliath, Goliath, that's it. And then I'm sitting there going, okay, there's there's different Lokis, and then there's an alligator Loki, and then there's another Tom Hiddleston Loki who's wearing a suit. And I'm just sitting there going... President Loki. I, oh, whatever. And I'm just sitting there going, I don't care... Like, I'm, I'm not... Like, this isn't gripping entertainment. I, I cared more so than WandaVision, cause, but WandaVision, at least, like, when me and Mon first started watching it, we're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, it's just... It's so befuddled. I don't know what's going on. Then after a while, I'm like, okay, I'm starting to get it. We're here. It's just like, I don't <laughs> care. I'm just I'm, I'm just watching it being like, okay, cool. It's, it's Loki. It's Tom Hiddleston. I like Tom Hiddleston as Loki. But it was... It felt like a crime detective drama thing. I'm just in like... It's not what I watch superheroes for. Like, if I want crime detective drama and stuff, then it's like, I would expect that in a Black Widow movie, not what we got without spoiling it for Tom. Um, so, yeah, it's it's fine. Six. Ah, uh, look, I, I, I hear you. 
<laughs> See, it's my turn not to use words. Now. <laughs> I, I hear you, and I understand that. You know, it's your your point of view on this one. It's. I think it's a very different take. I think Loki is a very difficult character on his own um, to you know mm. to play a lead role. Like that's he's always been second fiddle. It's always been you know like Thor's nemesis almost throughout throughout these movies and. And we we did have Lady Sif in this as well for, yeah. for part of an episode, and I'm sitting there going like, "Oh, we're going to put you in your worst nightmare," and like, and you know, Lady Sif just coming up and kicking him in the nuts constantly over and over again. I'm like, "Hey, they got Jamie Alexander, awesome," um, but I highly doubt that this is Loki's torture. Like, I feel like there's a lot worse that's happened to him besides just getting kicked in the nuts. <laughs> but it wasn't the kicked in the nuts. It was what was no, it was the, the yeah. But still, like, I feel like there's probably a lot worse. Like the day he found out he's adopted, that's probably bad. <laughs> Like, that's probably worse than being told, you'll be alone forever. I get told I'm going to be alone forever. I get told to kill myself. <laughs> that's just this how, is what the life that's of just how Mrs. Duty wakes you up every morning. Like, that's... <laughs> <laughs> happy birth- just happy birthday, you fuck. You're going to die alone. <laughs> 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 so it's, it's yeah, oh, like, that's, it's... That's it's <laughs> Yeah, she generally holds the pillow over my face as she talks. <laughs> You're gonna die alone, it's all right now. Like depending on how much you breathe. <laughs> it's time for sleep, darling. Forever. Uh, uh, yeah, no, it's it's for me. It goes uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, then this, then there's whale poop, and then there's one division. Oh, look, I, I think the biggest thing with this series and like you know this the start of phase four is they are really trying to bring in the B role of everybody, like you know that all of these characters yeah. are pretty much B characters from the main series. So like it's it's they have to start new characters because there's either people you know dead or or not you know just not going to be contracted into films in the future. Like they just they need to get some new stuff and i think for for new characters or developing the existing ones i think this has done the best job out of all of the uh the the phase four so far well yeah there's only basically out of the og cast like there's hawkeye which you know he'll probably die at some point as well and thor because black widow got dropped off a cliff Captain America's unless they bring back Captain America as like old man Steve Rogers as like the head of Shield nah, or whatever the fuck it is. Nah, um, not interested in that. There's there's no one left. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's no one left. I want to get an unworthy Thor. That's what I want. There's only a certain amount of time that they have to use these actors now. Anyway, I think I was um, Siobhan had never seen the original Thor, so last night after watching um, another film, we turned it on, um, but was watching it late, so ended up turning it off. But man, mm. Tom Hiddleston. Oh, so much older. <laughs> like, he's so baby-faced in that film. I was yeah. Like, oh, yeah, and they... You, uh, you don't realise because you've been watching them for so long and you've seen these people's faces change. Yeah. It's only when you go back that you're just like, yeah, okay, he's looking much older. Uh, look, and this was a really interesting choice for me because, you know, I was expecting, like with the other series that we've seen so far, that they're introducing new characters, good opportunity to kill off the old ones. So I was expecting this to end with, you know, Sylvie as the only Loki. Uh, yeah. I expected that as well, and I would have groaned. But even like, louder. but I think it's great that he's still around. That subverted that expectation a little bit, so you still got both of these characters within the within the universe. So I think that's good. But at some point, Tom Hiddleston really does need to stop because he's just gonna that hairline is not going to stay there forever. <laughs> it's it's gone back quite a lot, hasn't it, Tom? <laughs> 
It has. <laughs> it it, it definitely has and it's just amusing because I, I only just realized now that I'm sort of I'm, I'm staring at my computer screen as we're talking about this and this gif that you shared of um, Loki flicking his yes. hair back has literally been going for like 10 minutes now <laughs> um, and I've just been watching it on repeat <laughs> just zoning out into this, this gif of him flicking it's hypnotic it's um <laughs> It, it it really is. Yeah. It's, it's so that's his his superhero move is his hair flick, and someone did a um, a gif of all of the hair flicks from Lo- from the Loki TV series. It goes for twenty three seconds. There is a lot of them. Yeah, there's a lot. I'm 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 surprised he didn't like get out of his nineteen fifties suit, get up and get into something more. I don't know Loki attire. Really, well, they seem more like- comfortable. They make that. They say that at the end. That what's her name? Sylvie. Yeah, she talks about the suit not being comfortable. Yeah. I, I want him to steal the uh, the the Richard I, E. Grant suit. Like that's amazing. <laughs> the classic, yeah, the classic suit. I I am gonna say. Appa- apparently, Chris Hemsworth is in this. He voices the he, he voices uh, Frog uh, Four, the 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 fr- the frog inside the jar when they're going ah. into the the thing. That that's actually Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> and there's the Thanos. Copter. Yes, there is. By the way. I will say just one thing. Mm. I do feel duty that you d- you've come into these wanting to dislike them to a certain extent. <laughs> I don't know why, but it feels like you've come in wanting to not like them. Oh, I'll get into it off st- off, <laughs> off podcast. Okay. Uh, fair. Uh, all right. So that has been episode number 219, I think. I was going to say 17. It would have been so close. many. Wow, okay. So many, so much content. If you've just discovered this one, why don't you go back and listen to some of the other stuff? Why don't you just pop on your headphones and give it a roll? Listen, we like numbers. We like to count. Make our numbers. We'll have uh, Suicide Squad coming up soon, and that was our official first episode. Oh wow! Ah, was it? Oh, I've come full circle. Yep. Look at that. We might have mm. to do a uh, a little uh, bit of a re-release of the uh, the old one, mate. That was uh, a classic. Oh, it's it's still there. It's still get up. Ian back on to talk about it again. <laughs> <laughs> Suicide Squad, yeah. I think movies like those ones are the reasons why he doesn't. Do <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes. Yeah, so, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you to both my beautiful bearded hosts for joining me today. Um, and of course, we know you have a choice when listening to pop culture podcasts, and you clearly picked the one with nerd in the title. Uh, yeah, leave us a review. We haven't got a review in a while. That'd be nice. We haven't. No. For every review that we get, uh, I grow a freckle. 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 Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Make duty as feckly as me. All right. Tom, signing off. This is Fuzzy Dan with his great big bushy beard. And this is duty. I got enough. <laughs> Saladas.